Welcome back to The Good Stuff, Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brent Lindicue. The good things guy, um, I am so amped to be back in studio. You may not have noticed because we cheated the system a little bit and we did a couple of pre-records, but um, we're, I was away and I'm back in studio. It's Tuesday uh, and I'm just excited to be here hanging out with you guys, bringing you all of that good stuff. Um, I was on. I was recently on the most amazing trip. Over the past three weeks, eight flights, two train rides and epic adventures, which uh, took me to took me through five different countries. Um, So many incredible places. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I must just say, though, traveling makes you speechless and then fills you with stories. It shows you all the amazing places you can go. Attitude for gratitude. But so much more. It shows you where you come from. Yes. Exactly. This is Kerry, the good Hi, news girl. Good morning. She's sitting right next to me. I'm so inspired right now. So proudly South African. Um, and we've got so much good news for you. Uh, we've got so much going on today. So much good stuff to get stuck into. We call good. We call the good stuff Cliff Central's very own happy hour because it is. We, we come here and we just give you good things, good news. And we give you something to talk about over your water cooler or when you're sitting at dinner. dinner. All of those things. Um, the weekly show aims to just put a smile on your face and really just give you stuff to chat about. Um, and good news, there's so much of it. No bad news here. Instead, we dig deep into all that uh, relevant stuff that you see on the news channels, and we try to find the good news in every story. So Kerry and I are going to start off the show today with a little bit of a catch-up, where we'll just sort of talk about where we've been in the last three weeks. And uh, and then we're going to head into the top five trending good news stories. We do that every week. Uh, so we find five good news stories that have been trending on social media and just doing the rounds. And today, we've actually got six because something happened last night, which we need to speak about. Oh. So that's quite exciting. Uh, and then we also get to chat to Natasha... Alamia, who's actually a friend of mine. Yes. Which I'm excited to have her in studio. We have spoken about her. We have spoken about her because she, she's done amazing things. And I must just tell you, we're sitting in the new Cliff Central Lounge at the studios. It's so cool. I'm uh, having such fun. I'm on selfie mode. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's the Unradio Studios. We, um, everything's new. The microphones, the desk, it's the so computers, fresh. even the little glass thing that I can yeah. see the producer on the other side. It's all new. And behind our producer is a massive, massive ice cooler. Yes. Full of the Pierre Jordan PJ Pops. Dun, dun, ling. So okay, today. Isn't it a bit early for Pops? Uh, it's 12 o'clock somewhere. Yes. I traveled, so I'm on international time yes, at the moment. Okay, so, <laughs> so we're going to be tasting the Pops, um, for the first time. And, Kerry, you're quite excited. Am I just I? saw a big smile on your face. Uh, so we're going to be tasting the pops for the first time. And I get to chat to one of my best friends who is doing incredible things in South Africa. Um, she just she took a product and she's made it South African. And I just love to see amazing things happening in our beautiful country where it's innovative, authentic. And really, this is the shiz for this summer. This is really what everybody should be talking about. And, I mean, it's entrepreneurship. I think that at its base, it, that's that's what it's about, right? Yes. It's it's coming up with Definitely. a simple idea, which is actually not simple, and um, and marketing that, and just really doing good stuff. So we're going to be chatting to her, uh, as well as Rulani from the Nedbank Skills Transfer Initiative, where, where they're transferring skills into townships. That's pretty important. Mm. Skills. Up, upliftment. Yes, that's very important. It's all these things that we talk about all the time about making a difference. Yes, and if I mean, it's all got to do with education and empowerment, um, and people taking a little bit that a little bit further. A hundred percent. And then I don't want to say it's because last time we didn't get it right. So, <laughs> so Rian and Vasti. Uh, Mansa, who are also really good friends of mine, they ca- rowed, kayaked, did something in a little canoe thingy. I don't know in, what you call it. In their bath. Like they, they, <laughs> it's f- tiny. They floated a canoe. Yes. Basically, from California to Hawaii, mm-hmm. alone, unassisted, 
with no one helping them. Nothing. And last time we got to speak to them via the satellite, the satellite phone, yes. um, he told us how the boat had capsized and there was this huge, was very scary. huge thing and it was the middle of the night and there's no lights. It was, and it was half past one in the morning when we spoke to him. Yeah. And, and pitch black. And the boat had capsized a couple of days before and, oh. and Vasti, his wife, was stuck to the boat because she couldn't let go and he was away from the boat because the waves carried him somewhere else and it took him like three and a half hours to get back to the boat. Mm-hmm. And then when he got back to the boat, Vasti, who, she's an attorney, like, you wouldn't think that she's a Bear grills type person. <laughs> stuck in the middle of the ocean. Stuck in the middle of the ocean, had to shave a bit of his hair and like stitch him up again. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely crazy. But they made it to Hawaii, oh, which is absolutely phenomenal. And now they're resting. They're, they're resting. But in that time, care, they mm-hmm. broke two world records. Two world records. Really? They were the first South Africans to cross the Pacific in uh first South Africans to co- cross the Pacific in the rowboat thing unassisted. ever unassisted plus they were the quickest people to ever do it quick really so the last word the, the world record was like 43 days 44 days somewhere around there my stats were they might trying be to to beat a world record did they have that in mind so like I know Rian quite well and I'm gonna say this he most probably wasn't <laughs> He most probably wasn't. It, it, it literally just happens naturally with him. He's an adventurist and, um, these things just, just seem to happen. So he, they did it in 39 days. That is incredible. Yeah, it's a really cool story. So hopefully, um, I mean, we've, we've built it up enough. Hopefully we can get hold of them. Again, it is via satellite and, and maybe they're drinking cocktails on the beach. I jolly well hope so. They deserve so, it. They might not answer. Uh, but this conversation is not just between me and Kate. It's also between you and we want to hear from you guys. Uh, you can tweet us at cliffcentral.com or myself, Brent Lindicu or Kerry Stain. Or you can send a message yes. via our official WeChat account. Send a pigeon. Send a pigeon. Send some smoke signals. Or you can give us a call on 0861 We're all about getting into the conversation and, and talking about the good stuff together. If you have any good news that you'd like to share, we want to hear from you. Because uh, that's what it's all about. So, Kerry. You've got a lot. Tell me. Man, oh man. I got to go three weeks of traveling and like I said at the beginning of the show, traveling really opens up your eyes. It yeah. makes you it makes you speechless when you're seeing the the castle of Edinburgh. Now, was or, this the first time that you you had experienced all of this? Or have some you of it, it before? Some, so yeah. I'd I'd never been to I'd been to Dubai Airport a couple yes. of times, but I'd never been into Dubai. Yeah, and we decided to go into Dubai. Yes, and wow. Really? First world. That's the only thing I can say. It's first world. Did the buildings are beautiful. Not really. We um we spent time with friends while we were in Dubai well, and we got to go to important. got to go to restaurants. We got to see where they lived. Um I mean just experience other people's lifestyles. Your people's lifestyles. My, my people and how they're living. A yes. five bedroom house on oh, the sorry, palms. Sorry. On the palms. Sorry. Sorry. Was amazing. Uh, and the restaurants were cool. And then as I would. Um, so for those of you that are from Four Ways or Johannesburg, I'm sure you've heard of Billy the Bums before. Uh, no, 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 no. Never. 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 Well, we don't, we don't, never. we don't talk about it and we never plan to go there, but we all love it. We all love it. Uh, I found the Billy the Bums in Dubai, basically. Yeah. It was called Lock, Stock and Smoking Barrel. Oh, shit. And we had the most amazing time just hanging out. Uh, it was really cool. Um, so Dubai, it was a, it was an eye opener in very first world. Then I got to go to Edinburgh. Yes. During the Edinburgh Festival. Did you plan that? Kind of, yes and no. Um, they, they have three and a half thousand shows over a month. Three and a half thousand shows? Over a month. The whole city turns into one big... Okay, so they, are there are they more than one, obviously more than one show running at uh, a time? There's, there's about 300 or 400 venues around the city. So old churches turn into a venue. Uh, restaurants turn into a venue. They have pop-up that venues. That is such a good idea. And there's just shows everywhere. Some of them you can pay for. Um, some of them are free. And, and the friends, Shelly and Ricky, who, who I went and met uh, in, in Edinburgh, they, they, I mean, they planned everything to a T. So we got to go see so many good shows. Uh, I got to see a guy called Russell Howard, who's incredibly famous in the UK. And um, we got to see him for five pounds. What? Just because it was the Edinburgh Festival. 
five pounds. It was amazing. So yeah, that, that's uh, cheaper than a show here, even. Correct. So we got to see really cool shows. Got to experience Edinburgh food, the sightseeing, the castles, uh, the rain. I did see. I did see the castles. Those were beautiful. Stunning. The the thing about the UK, whether it's uh, England, Wales. Ireland, Scotland. It's all about the history, right? Yes. So they have history that started year one. When you go on the tour bus, they go, this yeah. was where the stone was, where the queen met her husband in year two. Like they really have, they have real history. Um, whereas in South Africa, we're such a young, vibrant Compared city. Compared to that. We're, we are 170 years old. You can really? call me out on that. You can tweet me. I'm not sure about the numbers. But, I mean, I've been on the Red Bus tour here in South Africa. Yeah. And they go, here is the oldest building in Johannesburg, the post office, which <laughs> is 125 years old. Like, it's just the history is so different. There. Well, there it's like 2,000 years old. It's very different. Mm. Um, and to, to experience that history and just to experience different worldly things is amazing. And then I got to go to Serbia. That apparently is beautiful. Wow. So, be- beautiful, I think, and, and the reason it's beautiful was because of the people. Yes. The people of Serbia are... So friendly, apparently. Incredible. Yeah. Um, hospitable. The food is all fresh. So, uh, um, all the South Africans, we were all I there together. I heard that if you go to a restaurant, they're actually picking your stuff out of like... Literally. Yeah. They they've they've got um sort of gardens inside yes, the city but then they've yeah. also got farms about 15 then, kilometers away. And it's close. All organic. Yeah. No pesticides. Oh. There were there were a group of South Africans we all went together. Now that is the dream. It is the dream. We all went together and we would order our dinner and we would all order extra tomatoes just to eat. I've never tasted oh, so a tomato never tasted a tomato like that in my life ever. What did it taste like? It was just tasty and fresh and you wanted more. Um, I bought uh, a couple of groceries because we stayed in an apartment. We were yes. there for a week. Mm. And I bought a couple of just groceries to get me through. And I bought bananas because I like having a banana in the morning with mm. my cereal. Mm. And I'd left it on the counter. And the next morning, the whole apartment smelled like banana. <gasps> I promise you, Kay, the food was amazing. The the places were amazing. Um, Skardalia was all the where the restaurants were mm. incredible. On the riverbank by Ada was amazing. Um, but again, the people are what made Serbia just out of this world unbelievable. And I left Serbia with so many good friends. Um, I'm not going to talk about the the splavs, which is where all the clubs were. <laughs> that was absolutely crazy. One of the things I want to mention, um, which I saw in Serbia. They got bombed in 1999, mm. which is 17 years ago. Yeah. Bombed. Yes. Kind and, of like what Syria looks like now. And the city haven't fixed it. So whether it's been left there because they cannot afford to, or whether it's been left there as a reminder. Oh, I've got goosebumps. You my walk, hair is standing up. You walk through the city where thousands of people died and got hurt and injured. And um, it's just a reminder of the ugly side of humanity. So you, because you've got such beauty, beautiful European and then a, city, a walk away, beautiful people. You've got a, pain. A couple of buildings around the city where I was, and it's just it's just a reminder of humanity. And um, you know, it all like I said, the traveling leaves you speechless because you you see all these incredible things, and then it gives you so many stories to tell. And the biggest thing that I, that I'm bringing back with me mm. after three weeks, I mean, there's so many. I've, I've written down, I've got a, a book Did full of things. Did you keep a things. journal? Just a, a notepad of ideas, things, uh, things that I'm I sure can. I'm sure you're so inspired. Unbelievably. And I'm inspired for South Africa. Yes. For South Africa. Um, and that's what I want to say is that even though traveling shows you all of these incredible, uh, Germany, I was in Germany for a bit. I was all over the place. Mm. And even though it shows you all of these incredible things, and and where you can go, it's a huge reminder of where we're from. And and South Africa, you see, I'm proudly South African. Mm. And I, I just, I want to hold on to this feeling and of the amazingness. And that's I think at the moment, everybody's just so negative. Well, look, They're I've, negative about our country. I've missed three weeks, right? I've been watching it on the news. People. I'm watching it on the and news. And how is it from the outside? You know, it's very interesting because... Uh, the Pretoria, the Pretoria High School yes. girls thing yeah. happened, right? Yeah. And for me, um, a lot of South Africans were quite negative 
about all of that, mm. right? Yeah, very negative. So whatever was going on, I mean, there was – you see all these, all these news reports being shared on social media and you see all of these things. And, and it's South Africans who are quite negative about the whole situation. And in the international community, mm. it's the other way around. Yes. So they, they've de- they, I mean, they're dealing with their own problems and their own things. But from the outside looking in, they could see things for what they were. And mm. I'm, I'm, I'm sort of being political and not getting too – actually, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. I'll get into it. Yeah. I'll get into it properly. Do it. I, I stand by exactly what I believe and what I said. Yes. And I'm amazed how little South Africans understand each other. As a whole. Yes. And I mean, how culturally, culturally and, how, yes. how we don't understand each other. And maybe it's, you know, well, from the outside, it may look like it's a, something as simple as a girl refusing to cut her hair. But I think it goes beyond that and speaks of centuries of oppression mm. that black women have faced. That's a fact. Yeah. I'm a white man. Yes. And I have no right to comment on someone else's culture, culture yes. their hair or where they are. But because of society and South Africans' history, little girls as young as three years old suffer burning scalps, leaving scabs and scars mm. in order to fit in and have straighter hair. That is another fact. I'm With 30, a more westernized culture. A hundred percent. I'm 32. Yes. And, and when I was growing up, uh, when I was in high school, I could never do anything with my hair. I couldn't like do the middle path or do <laughs> whatever else everybody else was doing because I, I, I my hair is Curly. My, so is mine. I've got like, very curly hair. I've got an 80s perm. Yes. Permanently imprinted I've onto got my curly head. Curly hair as well. Like properly. And when I was growing up, it was tough. Yeah. So for a very long time, I kept my head shaved. Completely I, shaved. Yeah. Like you wouldn't do the same because you're no, a girl. But I wasn't allowed to wear my hair down. My hair always had to be tied up. Wowzers. So, so the, I mean, that's sort of the situation of where I was. Mm. And um, a couple of years ago, I chemically straightened my hair. I decided to do it. I was like, I want it. I, I want straight hair, even though GHDs and things are out. Yeah. I went to a hairdresser Brazilian, to do Brazilian. Pretty much, but yeah. it's, it is what it is. Yeah. It's chemically straightening yes, your hair. Yeah. You, did you wear a mask and everything? I've seen people go. Th- I've sat Carrie? at the hairdresser, and the girls are crying. Their mothers have them there. They're eleven years old. So the girls are crying, and they're being intoxicated I... with these this, these fumes and the stuff going in their eyes. And I'm just like, I'm sorry, I don't care. I, I'll, I'll rather just stick to what I've got. It is by God awful one of the worst things I've ever been through. And I, I swear I will never, ever do it again. I was in so much pain during the process. It felt like my head was on fire. Oh, no. It felt like there was no, no, pins no, no, being no, no, stuck no, no, into no, my head. No. I, um, I, I finished up um, and I had straight hair for, for weeks after that, which was fantastic. But I also had scabs. When I left the hairdresser, I went home and I took my Pradols and I went to bed. And I was sore for like three or four days. And I've never done it again because I was in so much pain. I was like 26. I was a grown man. No. Mm -mm. So the problem that I have is that uh, the rules created in schools that we've never addressed, they reinforce this. Yes. They basically, they ask these children to change the natural texture of hair. Like how, how could you imagine that was your daughter? No, no. I even sat there in the hairdresser and I said, there is no way that I'd put my child through that. No way. So whether or not you believe that anything, whether or not you believe maybe it's political propaganda, I've seen news reports about how they've paid this little girl to do this, whether or not you believe any of that, what you need to understand is that it's wrong. Mm. It's wrong on every it level. It is very wrong. Society. I understand, I understand going with um, decorum and uh, what do you call it? They have a code of conduct. Yes, I fully. understand that. Fully. But the code I of conduct doesn't include everybody. It was written in 19 foot sack and it needs to be updated. And what this little girl has done at 13 years old mm. has started a conversation that every single human being should be having. And you know we what? need to have more understanding for each yes. other, for our cultures, for our beliefs. If you understood, because a lot of white South Africans don't, that, no, they, that they have they to go really through this don't. process of straightening hair. No. Afros are beautiful. They are beautiful. And I've always said to my friends growing up, why don't you leave? Why don't you leave your hair natural? And they're like, no, 
because well, it's I mean, frowned upon we, in a way. We, we grew up in a different time, and I'm excited about where we are now. In 2016, that whether it is social media, whether it is mm-hmm. um, the way that the world works now, that a girl of 13 years old can create a conversation that creates change for the better. I don't know South Africa and all these negative commentators mm. if you've seen the change that is occurring in our society. It's yeah. really positive. And it's see, inclusive of everybody. And that's fantastic. Did you see that picture? Um, I think it went live yesterday or the day before of a, um, a Namibian lady. She comes from a, um, an African tribe and she was shopping in a supermarket, mm-hmm. but she's still in her. Oh, did I, you did, see I that? did. I did. I did. I did. Can you imagine? Can it's, you imagine that happening here? Someone, um, you know, in, in their natural form, their cultural, like natural form, going to pick and pay, <laughs> or Woolworths. It's, it's, um. Can you imagine? Can you imagine? It is, it is the new world in its way that things should be, right? Yes. That's, that's what we should I'd be concentrating see, on. You know what? I would love to be a fly on the world, a wall should something like that ever happen here. And it will. Yes, and it's going to. Alright. So we, I mean, we're going off on a tangent just because we're so excited to catch up. I haven't seen mm-hmm. Kerry in three weeks and I haven't spoken to you guys in three weeks, which is just flipping. I'm just Amazing, it's excited. So um, but we, we in this new studio. So if I don't get this right, don't laugh. Uh, I'm going to try it anyway. Um, every week we do the top five. It's where we get to bring you the top five good news stories that have been trending over the past week. And, um, we, we, I mean, we source them and we find them and we bring them to you. And this week is no different. So I'm going to find our backtrack. Let's see if this works. New desk. Don't judge. Don't laugh or maybe do. Oh, it's not working. Hi. Um, awesome producer. We love you. Can someone come in and help me? Oh, we did it. We did it. We've got it. We got it. (laughs) It's our backtrack. This is the good stuff, yo. Um, All right. So every week we get to find really good news stories that have been trending around the world and we bring them to you. So you've got something to talk about at the water cooler and at the dinner table and when you're with your mates and it doesn't consist of (sighs) nonsense, politics and crime and corruption and all that. So, Kerry. Yes. Let's uh number five. Let's do number five. What do we have? And speaking of South Africa, um South Africa's Wits University climbs world rank uh, world rankings. University of Wits uh Witwatersrand in Johannesburg has climbed the world rankings of universities to become the best in South Africa. So we're in the top two hundred. It's the best in South Africa and the best in, in the, Africa. Yeah. How amazing. And it's like it's it's amongst the the top 1% of all universities in the world. So I was lucky enough when I um, left school. Did you go to Vits? No, I went to UJ. Yes. Um, but I used to go I used to go visit my friends at Vits all the time because they're, they're quite close there. together, the, yeah, the Auckland Park close, campus. Yeah. And um, it's an amazing university. It's beautiful. And I'm talking about the outside, right? Yes. It's the inside that counts. Isn't yeah. there an ad like that? Yeah. Cremora. Yeah. It's not inside, it's, it's on, on top. top. Okay, well, this one's inside. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Um, it's about, it's about the education and, yeah. um, what the, what the chancellor and the vice rectors are doing at WITS is absolutely phenomenal. Um, it's just, it's really cool. I'm proud to say that, uh, that that's in my hometown, Johannesburg. And the other, the, I mean, the other South African universities, Stellenbosch Roads, I mean, they were all in the top 500. Wow. In the world. Yeah. I can only imagine how many universities there are. So yeah. that's super, super flipping cool. It is. Cool. I think it's great. Our education system. While I was away, and I, I want to go back, but I'm just jumping on the education band, yeah? And I've got a lot of stories that's to tell. That's okay. Just right? do it. Just do it. I met, I met a couple of, a couple. I met so many people over there who had requested or like we just sort of hooked up on social media or we'd sort of connected in some way. Mm. And um, we spoke about things projects, initiatives yes. that are happening there and locally and sort of in South Africa. We and, what, them. and we were conne- are, are connected with the most amazing human beings. And one of them or a group of them, uh, I don't know if I can give the name away, so I'm not going to because we might have them on the show soon and, and, and. But they've developed a free website and app and all of this stuff that comes together with technology to offer education for free. It follows South Africa's curriculum, but at a much higher level. I think I've seen something like that. So what these guys are doing 
is taking, and it, it was quite amazing because I went to go look at some of the videos. Yeah. So they've taken the full curriculum and, and like broken it into 150 videos of like maths or chemistry yes. or so, whatever that is. And these videos, so you must understand this, this sounds so bizarre, but when you're in school and there's 40 kids in one mm-hmm. class, it takes the teacher one hour, an hour to teach 40 children what you could learn by yourself in about four and a half minutes. Don't even. I know that sounds crazy, but it's 100% true. So they take these classes and they, they put them down to four and a half minutes. And the whole idea is a, that you can listen to it when you are at home the day before the lesson. So you can understand it. And so that the teacher can reiterate it in class with that four and a half minutes. So you get what, what the... You know what it's you, called? It's called 21st century education there and we learning. Go. There we go. Yes. So you get to get that information. Okay, so well, this is how this works in chemistry or maths or it's algebra or whatever. It's about understanding it. It's about understanding the concept. And once you've understood the concept, yes. then your teacher can make you do projects. I know. Or fun stuff. I, yes, I actually saw something. I saw someone speaking about it the other day. So I I met with these guys in London and um they're bringing this to South Africa. That is very exciting. I'm connecting them with the right people. Being in this industry that we in care, I we know. know the right people. That is very very exciting. And and the government needs to jump on board. It's you know, it it'll just help you know our what? education and system. And you know what if they don't then we'll just do it ourselves. Done. Sorted. That's number five. It's part of the whole education system and VITS, and we're so excited. Uh, we post all of these stories up online, just by the way, so you can get them as well. Mm-hmm. What do we have at number four? Baby gorillas get their name in a ceremony created to save their species, and the pics are too cute. I, so every year at uh, in August, September, I become like a giddy school kid on Christmas, or yeah. a giddy child on Christmas, <laughs> because um, Rwanda do this every year. Yeah. They have, they've had a huge problem with culling of the gorillas Look and people at that murdering them. Face. Look oh, at its face. It's cute. Eh? So they have this problem with poaching of the gorillas for whatever, for, yeah. for uh, meat trade or voodoo or wherever it fits in, that, yeah. that sort of practice. And through the ceremony that I think they've had it since the dates are there. Um, 2005. They've, they've carried out the the 12th ceremony this year. They carry it out every year where all the new baby gorillas, as soon as they're born, because they're all born in the same season, they give the public the opportunity to name all of them. And I think there were 22. 22 baby gorillas. 22. They are saving these guys from extinction. Mm -hmm. And in the same time, in the same breath. And they have though. They were because they were, um, critically endangered. And now they've moved out of that system. They've come out of that, um, category. So what they've done is they give the, they give the the public the opportunity to own. Cuz if you name something it becomes yours and then you care for it. Yes. It's amazing. And and the article that we It's we've, about um, changing the mindset so they protect completely. it so that it's now a protected um species. Man, that's cool. And the article that that Kerry's going to share is uh it's got a, a bunch of photos so you can see all these little gorillas. That's so cute. Like, I want to go there and take one. Well, you can. It's a tourist attraction, right? I know, but it has to stay there. No, it will stay. You're not bringing a gorilla <laughs> back to South Africa. <laughs> what do we have at number three? Pilots come together to give underprivileged South African kids the gift of flight. How awesome is this? Yeah, man. It happened last week Friday, right? Yes. And that is South African pilots have come together to give the joy of flight to over 150 underprivileged kids who have never been in a plane before. You can see the pictures as well. Pilots are putting on their aviator sunglasses and they're all wearing these little suits. It really, really is amazing. How many, ki- how many kids did they help? 150. And it was all, I mean, the kids were all interested in, in it. They were yes. all interested in, in flying and stuff. Yeah. And I've, I mean, I've flown. I mean, look at this little plane. This is a bit bigger than what I've flown myself. And it is such an awesome experience and you hear that a lot especially with um what happened at the beginning of the year with uh, Miss Sparrow you cannot deny somebody wanting to do something do you know what i mean but these are orphans they don't have a choice and a lot of them um well not a lot of them a few of them were also sort of reach for dream kids yes yeah um so i just hats off what's the gent's name uh felix gosha just hats off to you bro um being able i mean you 
you have these resources that you've pulled together yourself. It's not like you own 20 planes. Yeah. And you have these friends that work in the industry and you decided to take what you have I and use what incredible. you can really, to make really a difference is. in someone else's life. Yeah. And we just applaud you for that. And it's so cool to see good stuff happening in South Africa. Um, we're going to put this up online so you can see the photos and, and meet the pilots mm-hmm. even and stuff. Flying, even flying from here to Paris to go have tea. I mean, for goodness sake, that's a flight for them. Some, You know, some people will never experience that. They're going to another town. They're so going cool. in an airplane. So cool. Well done. Man, that's cool. What do we have at number two? Newly elected DA mayor has pulled the plug on blue lights and fancy parties for politicians. He is our hero for last week. He was our hero City for last of week. City executive mayor, Solly, M- say it. I don't have it in front of me. <laughs> Miss Manga. How do you say it? Yes, he. Miss Manga. Yeah. Like yeah, got that. it. Got Good it. Good job. I hope that was right. Yeah, he's has done. announced two immediate changes which we used to cut costs in his new administration. It's just cool. He's doing cool stuff. Oh, I think it's great. And it's what should have been done yes. 22 years ago. Yeah. Um, apparently, the new mayors that have come into action are refusing they the bodyguards. Are like bulls, eh? Refusing the, the fancy cars, no yeah. parties, no blue lights. They've just gone, actually, the people that should benefit from state money are the people. It's the people that need it most. It's the people that are poor, the people that need houses, the people that need food. So he's exactly. taken away all those luxuries. And I think in, in some way along the lines there, mm. he spoke about how actually the people that should be VIPs are every single South African. That's it. And not the government. So it's exciting. It's good and to besides, see change. And besides, if there was change and if there is change and things start to get better, they won't need blue lights so, for protection. Man. Yeah. So they true. Won't. So true. Because the people will love them. It'll be it'll be more of a welcoming ceremony than a protection. Kerry, you are running for the next mayorhood. I'm ready for, to have you as mayor. You can be mayor of Cliff Centralville. <laughs> <laughs> wow, gonna, thank you. We're going to put that story online uh, so you guys can read it. we got number one um, coming up. What do we have? Seventh richest South African gives his entire business to charity. This is an old story, yes. but somewhere it got sucked. Someone found us. And it's been the number one trending story for the last week on GoodThingsGuy.com. So self-made South African billionaire Alan Gray and his family have given away to charity their entire controlling stake of the Alan Gray Investment Company and its offshore partner, Orbis, um, Business Day Live reported. So, I mean, that's that's incredible. It's It's a phenomenal story. That is huge. Man, and that's in, cool. And he's in the same category as Warren Buffett and I love it. We're gonna, Gates. We're going to put that story up online because we're running out of time and I need pops. I need that. This is oh, what is I'm that excited. Why are you getting all edgy here? I, on the, well, you're sitting on the edge of your Tash, chair. Tash even. is sitting there with them. So I want to do number six quickly, which is a, a quick one, which I've thrown in. Can I? Yeah. We're going to put that story up online. Yes. Okay. So yesterday, Rudy Smith uh, uploaded a video. Onto mm. YouTube and all over yes, Facebook. Yes, I saw it. Um, it's choreography of the Megan Trainer mm. song "Me Too." He wants Megan to see it. I'm sure you've seen the choreography. Please go visit GoodThingsGuy.com because then you can see the video. Um, he uploaded it yesterday. How great is that? It came out of yeah, it came out of South, South Africa. Africa in the space of three hours. It had um, it had thirteen thousand views, sure. and then uh, as of this morning, it has over one hundred and thirty thousand. So it is being shared far and wide, and people are really, really, really really liking it um i've got the song here but you're gonna have to go to goodthingsguy.com i'll, I'll repost it so you guys it. can see it watch it, it twice is, watch it a hundred times the talent in south africa Share is it. amazing it's so cool uh when we come back we're gonna taste pj pops yay this is the good stuff on cliff central yay. oh she's amazing i'm not lying you need to go to goodthingsguy.com and go check out this video it's maybe the best thing that I've ever seen in in South Africa, coming mm-hmm. out of South Africa. Something else that's come out of South Africa that I'm excited about, and it's so cool to have Tash in studio, not only because she is doing really amazing stuff, but also because she's a mate. And um, it, it's always fun to have people in studio that I know, because mm. then we can just really bash it out and talk crap. Um, no, it's exciting. Tash has... has we're going to speak about what she's done and how she's done it, but I'll give you a quick overview. So... She found something overseas, which we'll get to now, and she decided that this product had to come to South Africa. It wasn't ever available in South Africa, um, and and we're going to find out how she did it all. But basically, it's popsicles, ice popsicles. They call them JP Pops, and um, they have a little bit of vino in them, which we're all excited about. Just a tad. Just a tad. And um, Tash, 
Yes. Welcome to the good stuff. Oh, thank you so much, Brenty. Thank you for having me and to Kerry as well. It's awesome to be here. Welcome. Man, it's, it's just cool to have you in studio and you've come with all these gifts to show us and give <laughs> us and, and amazing things. I'm going to ask you to get really close to the mic. So either yes. pull it in front of you, get comfortable. Yeah, it's it's internet radio for you. I know, I love it. <laughs> Everything is new and stiff and stuff. New and stiff. We and love stuff. it when it's like that. So, <laughs> I mean, you do incredible things, and you're in the marketing field. Uh, but the reason we're here now is because you've literally launched the biggest thing. <laughs> In South Africa, I, I don't know if you planned for it to go this way. And if you did, you're flipping clever. Um, it's all over social media. It's all over the news. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's trying to get their hands on them to taste them. <laughs> what the hell is a PJ Pop? Okay, so what is a PJ Pop? Basically, to give you the backstory, myself and my business partner, John Mark Cavello, and unfortunately, he couldn't be here today because some, someone's got to do the real work. So that, <laughs> that's his job for the day, to make sure the pops get to the stores. Um, we were overseas on business, and we strolled into Fortman Mason, and we saw this incredible champagne popsicle, all branded up Fortman Mason. And had one of those, and I know it sounds super cliche, but one of those light bulb moments where it was like, let's do this. Mm. Let's have this in South Africa, but let's not import it. Let's make it ourselves. So we got back home. <laughs> we popped down to the shop. We bought like 10 different brands of wine and Cup Classique, and we started experimenting on my stove. And we played with water levels and fructose levels. And we whoa, were whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> yeah, hello. Okay, I know you've cooked for me before, and I've eaten your food, and you're, you're pretty good at cooking. Um, that's like food science, right? It is, and we are really not food scientists at all. <laughs> it was literally at one stage, um, I think my husband was ready to lose his mind because the whole You've flipping been cooking wine. No, I'm telling you, the whole freezer was just <laughs> all these little tubs of different flavors because some of it was too sweet and then some of it wasn't freezing right. And we wanted to get the right flavor. And more importantly, we were looking for a brand. That covered a few things for us. It had to be aesthetically beautiful. It had to have the right flavors. Of course. And we wanted a brand that had the history and the innovation and this pioneering spirit of bravery that we felt that we embodied. And Pierre Jordan at Haute Cabrera was very much that. Mm. So we like packed our little suitcases and trotted on down to Front Shook with our little samples and pitched to the MD and the cellar master. And they are such visionaries and they have let us run with us. And we are so privileged to have launched South Africa's first wine popsicle to carry their brand. And the response has been overwhelming, and we literally could not be more grateful. No, well, so, I mean, take a step back. I'm, I'm going to get into the marketing side here. Mm. Were you quite nervous to pitch this idea? It's almost like writing a diary and having someone else read it. Well, yeah, I look at it also as the same as when you hand, like back in the day when iPods were still used, and you swap your iPods with someone. It's like, dear God, they can see I listen to Disney. It's, just, <laughs> it's, it's the same thing because you're sitting in front of someone and – it's hectic. You're taking what the seller master, this is his baby. This bottled product is his baby. He created this and you're asking him, can we do something crazy with it? We're not going to harm it, but can we do something different? And it was, it was nerve wracking and they were just so wonderful because they know what it's all about. It was the first estate in the country to ever make a cup classique using a Pinot Noir grape, sure. which at the time 30 years ago, because we're actually on the 30th anniversary of the Brut Cup Classique wow. and the 15th anniversary of the Tranquille, they were considered to be mental at the time. I mean, the Von Arnhems are pioneers in the industry and they were just the natural choice and we're just so grateful that they shared the vision and that we've taken their brand into the 21st century into a whole different market. And what a vision that is. I, I, like, I said it when you first got onto the show. Did you plan? Uh, there, there, there is always a marketing plan yes. and you had a plan and the PR was there and you were doing great things. Did you plan for it to get this big or were you just thankful? Um, to be <laughs> honest, we did our research. We knew it would be popular but never in a gazillion years. I mean, my background is marketing and brand strategy. So I was pulling on every skill that I've had since day one. Because <laughs> when it's your own product, it's a different story. But wow, never in 10 million years did we ever, ever expect that the response would be like this. To go viral in two, three days since announcing on social media. To literally be selling out in pick and pay stores in, an, in a matter of hours. Um, we just, South Africans are epic. I just love how excited and enthusiastic people get with something new and sexy. And they just jump on and they support you. And the photos that they've been sharing, we have such an epic country. People are brilliant. They have fun and they just want to tell people about it. Well, that's the thing. It's, it, this is, I could call it the, the, the best thing for spring, but it's not. It's going to carry through. And it's, this that's is, this is our summer. 
Ice lollies to make you jolly on the Can beach. Can I say something? Go, Go for, for it. it. So when I had it as my top, one of my top stories. Yeah, because you know, so we wrote a story on Good Things Guy. Yes, it. I saw that was the best blog post. I loved that. No, well, we did it because it. You know, I don't want to be biased and say you're my friend. I did it because What's I. Wrong be- with you? Of course you did it. Well, I did it. Be- <laughs> Actually, I didn't choose it because she was your friend. Because she's she wasn't my friend. I didn't know who she was. She's I, your, she's your friend now. She's yes, bought pops exactly. for you. Exactly. And now, I mean, I had it as one of my top stories because I love the idea and the fact that you you were so innovative. And you took something and now it's like this entrepreneurial <laughs> pop. Well, that, that, I mean, and that, that was the basis. And it came of, out of here. That was <laughs> the basis of the story yeah. is that even though it was a product that was in, in, uh, say Fort, Fortnum and Mason. Fortnum and Mason. have to do it to the fancy And even though it was there and you, you saw it as a South African, I, I've always said that we're, we're, as a society, what I would call opportunists. Mm. And if you see something, it would have been very easy to just import them. Yeah. And much it's easier okay. than the route you took. Oh, you have no idea. And then, <laughs> and then just after we put it up, I think there was a, an article on News 24. They mm. actually no, put it on the news. It's, it's yes. on the news. No, but they, they were, they were saying like, there's this new craze. Yes, it's amazing, but it still has exactly the same. Sort of um, cautionary sort of advice. And I was about to say that. I mean, what we, and we're spreading the message and we have since day one. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's exciting. Yes, it brings out the inner child and all the grown ups, but it is for over 18s only. I mean, we're telling people this is exactly like a glass of wine or a can of beer. You know, the tranquil pop is eight and a half percent alcohol. The brute is eight percent. It's only 110 mils. That's going to put me on my Yeah, it's 110 (laughs) mils. It's boozy. So, you know, be safe, be cautious, don't do silly things, don't consume it where you're not allowed to. We want people to have fun, but we don't want anything to go wrong. Yeah. Um, you know, but yes, you know, we, we think adults have been waiting for a long time to remember what it's like to be a kid with your ice popsicle. And now there's something and just for And you so them. totally can. And now totally. you, now you can. And, and I'm proud of it. And, and the reason why the article, again, you are my mate and <laughs> I support my friends in their businesses, but more so it's because it is South African. Yeah. Yeah. And you've, you've taken this upon yourself. To, to make the production South African, mm, um, everything. it's giving people jobs. It's, it's this the whole, whole process. It's South African mm. entrepreneurship, which no, is exciting. We, I mean, and we are, we're a very small entrepreneurial firm. I'm not ashamed of that. We actually, we actually celebrated. There was a comment made, um, oh, it's, a, you know, about us being a big corporate. And I said to John Mark, I was like, wow, they think we're a big corporate. <laughs> <laughs> but we're really not. And I mean, we have been asked many times, like, are you crazy? Like in this economy, how can you have thought of starting a business? And I lived overseas for seven years and we both studied in Australia. And I can tell you, South Africa is still one of the easiest places in definitely. the world. You have an idea. Definitely, definitely. Make sure you've got your ducks in a row with SARS. Mm-hmm. Get the necessary, you know, permissions like we have when it comes to a product like this or any new idea. And then the country lets you run with it. And it's South so Africans true. get behind it's their own. True. They yeah. do. And I couldn't, I'm thrilled to be doing this and we're not going anywhere. There's only going to be more coming out of JML. We're going to be the go-to for premium alcohol-based pops. Man, it is exciting. And mm. I'm, I'm flipping, I, I'm a little bit upset and I'll tell you why. I'm a little bit upset that you brought me product. <laughs> Because I need to go and buy product. Oh, I you're going to, to? I need to go support you. There's you're only not, four in here, Brittany. That'll get me through lunch. Um, what, who, where, where do we find them? Okay, so from a retail perspective, you can get them in select pick and pay liquor stores as well as in the wine sections of the grocery stores. All of our stockist information is on jmlconsulting.co.za. We're also in a number of restaurants and bars and hotels across the Western oh, wow. Cape and Gauteng. You know, we've had a lot of Durbanites say, like, when are you coming? We're working on it to get to you by October, November. But hit our website. We keep it completely up to date with all stockists. Um, and, yes, go out and enjoy. It is warm, and it's the product to have. If um, if I'm a corporate and I have uh, an event coming yes. up where I need, like, mm. 2,000 pops for my yep. guests, is, is that available? Can yes, we do that? Yes, absolutely. So for private event inquiries that are large quantities, you can absolutely contact JML Consulting. Our email address is info at jmlconsulting.com. That comes to both myself and John Mark And we've actually had a load of inquiries And we've already stocked a few private individuals for events And speaking of events um, It's not only for private events We've got a calendar of about 30 public events over the next two months This Saturday we're going to be at It's Personal Picnic at Valbonne I'm I'm going to be there too You better because (laughs) I have And I promised him Justin, Justin Jarvis You see, I told him he's coming (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) But definitely it's going to be a beautiful day in the sun We're going to be 
be there. It's going to be an epic. I know so Black, I believe Black Coffee's playing. Black Coffee's playing. Um, so that's going to be our uh, nice sunny summery event that we're going to have a presence at. And there's loads. And our events are also on the website. So we want to be everywhere this spring and summer. So by the time winter rocks around and our exciting plans that are in the pipeline come up, you know exactly who we are. Well, I'm excited and I'm very proud of you and, and Thank just you. the South Africanism and it's mm. flipping cool and, you know, all those good things for you. Thanks, Brenty. Well, Man, it's cool. It. It's cool. Uh, one last question that I didn't get to, um, which I think is maybe the most important for listeners. How much do they cost? In pick and pairs, they're super reasonable. It's only 25 rand a popsicle. Oh, wow. And even our venues, you know, the hotels and restaurants and bars, they've also been super reasonable. You know, no one is going ridiculous. At the end of the day, you want someone to come and have more than one. So if you want to go and get them yourself at pick and pay, it's 25 rand each. It's that flippin' easy. Go to the website, jmlconsulting.co.za. South African, South African all Absolutely. the way. Go and check it out there so you can find out where they're available. Um, and and get yourself, I mean, it's this is the summer craze mm. and it's what everybody's <laughs> looking for. And uh, anybody that knows me, if your birthday, anniversary, wedding, <laughs> if anything's coming up, just it's know. It's my birthday on Sunday. This you're is going to be pops. your gift. You're going to you're you're be pops. getting pops. Um, this is the good stuff on Cliff Central. <laughs> is that go. better? Yes. Are we on? Well done. You've got your headphones on, that's why. Ah, I've got my <laughs> headphones on so I can hear myself. Yeah. Remember, guys, we're not judging today. This is a new desk. Yes, and it's beautiful. So I'm still. And you're doing well. I'm still figuring out how this works. I'm pretending like I know what I do. It's the best way to get through the day is what I say. Exactly. Um, all right. So we get to meet really inspirational people. I get what I, I pushed the wrong button. Did I? I don't know what I did. I'm pushing buttons. Shout at me later. Um, we've got Rulani from Nedbank. He's come to join us to speak about the amazing work that they're doing. Welcome. To the good you. stuff. Thank you, Brett. Thank Welcome. you. Thank I'm going to ask you to get really close to the microphone because, okay. again, sure. I don't know how to work this desk, so we might. There we go. There we go. <laughs> Welcome to the good stuff. Um, you were sent here today to talk about the incredible work that you guys are doing yeah. in the townships. Yeah. So, uh, basically, we have a, I'm from NetBank Foundation. We have a footprint yes. uh, in urban and rural communities. Um, I can touch on a couple of programs that we actually had in 2016, and some of them are actually those strategic national projects that we've been running for the past six, seven years. Mm. Um, it's quite interesting to note that um, during the month of winter, instead of doing your traditional winter campaign initiatives, we had then uh, partnered with a non-profit organization um, that transfers skills, which is House of Monetic, and they worked, oh. worked with an NGO called Sinako, where yes. we'll be training 15 um, so making uh, people that are in the clothing industry mm. in terms of how to then produce good garments, you know. And as part of the campaign as well, the winter campaign, um, we were able to donate blankets. I actually don't know where to start. Because well, you, like you're, doing, you're, lot, doing, you're doing so much, but I think the, the big thing is the skills transfer. Mm. I think that that is so mm. important to be able to to enable people to and be empower able empower them making their own income. Yes. Yeah. So in term, instead of just going for your typical let's drop off a blanket there and support a non profit organization, we then I sat together agree. and thought, look, you know what? How about we look at the skills initiatives, skills programs where we can link our non profit organizations with companies that are up and running that. and see how they can then work together. Yes. Then we transfer more skills and more skills Definitely. and then it's Job You're creation empowering people, and being empowering, exactly. empowering people. It's it's one of the things that I just said to Tash is South Africans are opportunistic. Mm. So if we're able to take skills mm -hmm. and expertise and mix them together, that's mm. creating an opportunity mm. for someone mm. to make an income for themselves. Definitely. And it's so important. Mm. It's so important. Mm, and it's also I think the other side of that is that a big corporate like yourself is getting behind initiatives like this. And we do support that is huge. We do support. I mean if 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 you qualify if if you have registered your entity and you you meet all the requirements, yeah. I mean, there is no ways that we can turn you back. So now when you do, um, obviously you teach them the skills development and, and, and do you also teach them about business? We do. We've got a so financial got a, literacy and oh, a consumer wow. education team that then goes out to these organizations and schools. That makes me so excited. 
at schools where there is financial literacy programs that are run at that is incredible. That is level incredible. Up until high school, primary school level. Um, is this all over South Africa? It's national. Yeah. Um, all our programs, most of them are national. Like ninety percent of them are national. Mm. Obviously, those are that the, the programs that are provincially based are those that reside in those provinces. Yeah. But we still go out there mm. and give support. I mean, we have an amazing team in the office. We are all over the show. That's wow. great. How I mean, you guys, you you've got many stories to tell, and I'm going to publish a lot of them on Good Things Guy. I'm quite excited Yay. to put them there. Um, how long has the Nedbank Foundation been running for? 1992. Wow. We've registered since 1992. So I'm going to have a lot of stories to tell then. Yes, definitely. Like I mean, and we look forward to it. We look forward to it because most of the time we go into programs and we support initiatives, but we're too shy to actually talk about what we do because it's it's for Mm -hmm. the greater good of South Africa. I know. I know. And that is that's important, right? You don't want to be walking around going. We're doing Look this what only we did. for the publicity. You know what I mean. Yes. You know what I mean. We, I, I get it completely, yeah. and that's why that's why I developed something like GoodThingsGuy.com mm. so that mm. I can give that platform so that you're not looking like you're boasting because that's not what it's about. No, that's not the intention. But at purpose. the end of the day, I have found and I believe and I know that if you're able to inspire someone with what know. you do, if you if you can inspire people mm. by what you do, exactly. they will do the same. Yeah. Let's that's be how the it works. change. Let's be the change we want to see. Let's be the change. That's exactly. Um, if we want to get involved with any of these incredible initiatives if i want to jump on board and offer my skills as a person that can talk behind a microphone (laughs) and use a desk i mean like is that something that you look for can i Mm. jump on board yes we do um what we normally look at is um so most ngos they write to us Mm. and requesting support and if it's something that fits into what you're currently doing we are Mm. able to link the two and we've got mentorship programs that we're running as well we um at leadership management level we link you up with your um school uh, management team or whichever organization that needs support That's and you amazing. go in there and then you play your role in terms of supporting them and also imparting the skills that you have mm. That's so cool. there's like a whole lot of programs that we run how do we get hold of you you can call us I'm going to be in trouble, but go, it's fine. Go, go, go. You're going to get lots of calls. <laughs> you can How call do we do us? it? You can call us on 011-294-4444 and ask for the NetBank Foundation. You can write to us. It's netbankfoundation at netbank.co.za. You can email us it's that uh, easy. as well. You can go to our website. We've got oh, our application fine. form um, on, the, on the website, the NetBank uh, Group's website, where you can download the application form, fill it in, and if you meet the requirements, Partner. hey, That's why not? Great. It's that easy, and yeah. I'm excited to be there. We're going to put all of this online. Uh, Rulani, it's been great having you in studio. Thank you for having me. Thank you for coming through Thank and sitting you. with us and telling us about the amazing work that you do. Thank you. you. It really is inspirational to see South Africa change happening before our eyes. Mm, We're going to put all of those stories online. I cannot believe the hour is over. Kerry, I'm sad. She's sad. She's sad, <laughs> sad, sad. Um, don't worry, we've got PJ Pops. There's good things happening in the studio. Uh, you've tuned into the good stuff on Cliff Central, and we've spent um, the hour chatting about really good things that really matter. And and it's that it's those stories that we need to be focusing on mm. in South Africa. I think a lot of the time we can get bogged down with what is going on around us, and we forget to see the beauty Positive, of this flippin' country. I said it. I've traveled for three weeks, and when I came home, as much as I saw what I saw and I, I saw where I could go to, mm. I, I so much more saw where I'm from. Mm. And, and I'm excited to, to bring all of these great things and, and inspirational uh, movements to South Africa. Mm. Um, we need to stay motivated. We need to inspire others. We're in this together. And the only way we'll get through this is together. I'm going to leave you with this this week. Call me crazy, but I love to see people happy and succeeding. It inspires me to do better. Life is a journey, not a competition. Let's take a moment to cheer our fellow human successes. There is enough sun for everybody. Mm-hmm. Leaving it there, that's the good stuff for this week. If you want to catch up with any of the other shows, all you've got to do is log on to cliffcentral.com or goodthingsguy.com. I'm going to figure out how this desk works. <laughs> Have a terrific Tuesday. Bye. Cliffcentral.com.